say you had a membership at $20 a month with 500 people, that's $10,000. Usually with these lower rates, you can get more people in. And that would be an annual recurring revenue of $120,000. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode. You know, we are starting a brand new season of the podcast here. We are going to be re rebranding our name to the Membership Launches and Community Podcast. And so, but this season, what we're going to do is we're going to dive into the fascinating world of memberships and recurring revenue models. I want you to join us as we explore how businesses across various industries have embraced these strategies to create sustainable and predictable income streams from subscription-based services to loyalty programs, everything in between. And we will uncover the secrets to building a successful recurring revenue model that keeps customers coming back for more. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the power of recurring revenue. We're going to lay the groundwork by discussing the significance of recurring revenue for businesses. Next time, next episode, we're going to explore the advantages and challenges associated with membership and subscription models and highlight some success stories as well. All right, so let's get into it. So what are some advantages of knowing how much income is coming into your business? I feel like right now in the world, in like the world and in the online world, I'm hearing two different stories. It's really confusing. For some, I'm hearing, oh, I know people who are signing contracts at 60000 or $100,000. And I know people bringing in $100,000 a month. And then there's the opposite that I'm getting, which is like, I'm not getting anyone to buy my $10 thing. I'm not getting anyone to buy my $200 thing, my $500 thing. So it's, it's very interesting what's going on in the economy right now. And not interesting is not a positive word. <laughs> it's just, it's there. And so wouldn't it be cool if you were part of the first story that I was telling, like those people that are bringing in those tens of thousands or hundreds of thousand dollars each month in recurring revenue. Now, this, it's fantastic when you know how much is coming in, right? You can plan your business better. You can increase your team. You need to hire someone to help you with a certain aspect of your team. You could do that easily. You know how much is coming in. If there's a part of your business that you're not best suited to do, like I am not great at writing content, then I might hire someone, another person to do that for me. Perhaps you, the next thing for you is education. You want to learn more about a certain strategy or a new tool that's come out. Then you can spend that money on that education. Perhaps you want to hire a coach to help you get to that next level or to help you get past certain things that you're stuck right now or to help you with a certain area of your business that maybe no one on your team is an expert in but you do need to bring that expert in. Maybe there's other investments you want to go and do, and perhaps you want to go on vacation and not worry about the business and not worry about when the money's coming in, not worry about spending too much of it while you're gone too. So that is another reason why recurring revenue is just so fantastic. It lets you predict how much is going to come in. And you're still making money whether you're on the beach in the Maldives or you're, you know, grocery shopping in your town, like money is still coming in. So with recurring revenue, recurring revenue is everywhere, everywhere you look. And I'm just going to list a few for you. Memberships, you see them everywhere from 
Netflix to gym memberships to coaching memberships to content creation memberships to sales memberships. You see them everywhere. You have subscription sites, so the subscriptions to, let's say, things like Spotify. And you have coaching programs. You have masterminds. You have courses. Sometimes courses are available via subscription model as opposed to, you know, buy it and it's yours forever. You have software. So you could probably look at your billing statement right now. Look, look at your credit card and you will see... I'm going to take a guess off the top of my head, but you will see an email subscription. You will see a hosting subscription. What else we got? Oh, you definitely have spot. Maybe an email subscription. You have all the tools that you're using for your business. Slack, Zoom, you name it, are all pretty much recurring revenue models. And that software is allowing businesses to grow and grow because they know how much money is coming in over and over. So they know what they can invest in tech, in upgrades, in team, in whatever. Payment plans are also a recurring revenue model. Sometimes payment plans don't go month after month after month, but a payment plan of, you know, three months could be considered recurring revenue. You know that money, money is going to be coming in. You can predict that that money is coming in. And then for those of you who do kind of service-based uh, offers, your recurring revenue could be retainers. You know that you're going to be paid $2,000 a month for a certain service that you're providing over and over again. Now, with recurring revenue, we're going to do some math now. And if math is not your thing, don't worry, I got you covered. <laughs> so we have something called MRR and we have something called ARR. So MRR is monthly recurring revenue, monthly recurring revenue, MRR. So ARR, you guessed it, is annual recurring revenue. So MRR is the monthly re revenue that I know is going to be coming in based on my active subscriptions, based on my active membership subscriptions. ARR is how much I know is coming in for the whole year. So they're slightly different. MRR is what I know is coming in this month based on my monthly payments that people are paying. ARR would actually be bigger because it includes the monthly ones multiplied by 12 or a similar kind of formula. And then also it includes those who may have paid a payment plan of every quarter or every six months or for an annual membership. So that's ARR. Now, when you have a membership, how you calculate your MRR is like this. You take the price of your monthly membership and you multiply by the number of active members in that monthly membership. So if I had a $100 membership and I had 50 active members, then my MRR is 5,000. My ARR, if I had nothing else coming in, would be 60,000, right? Because it's just Five multiplied by 12 months, 5,000 multiplied by 12 months. Now, here's another option. What if I had a membership that was $600 a month? This is a high level, high level MRR membership that I teach. So let's say yours is $600 a month and you have 20 people in it. So it's $12,000 for the year. Oh, sorry, for the month, I should say. I'm reading up ahead. And your ARR, your annual recurring revenue for this product would be 1,440. Holy, let me try these numbers again. 
144,000 for the year. So while one is covering the month of 12,000, here's the annual one for 144,000. And typically with those, you'll have some people who will pay the annual price because it's just cheaper for them. They get more out of it. And so, yeah, the annual price, the annual ARR would actually go up because we would include any annuals that we have right now. We're just assuming we have just MRRs. Okay. And at a lower level membership, let's say it might be software. It could be... I think Spotify is still only $12 a month, but let's say it was something like Spotify or maybe at a low level membership. Another, it's another workshop that I taught was different membership models that don't require your time, right? And so if they don't require access to you, sorry, they do require some of your time. They don't require access to you. So they don't require schedule time. So let's say you had a membership at $20 a month with 500 people, that's $10,000. Usually with these lower rates, you can get more people in. And that would be an annual recurring revenue of 120,000. Now, some people will say to me, what about like a $7 membership or a $9 membership? Those are great if you've got volume, if you've got something like ads going to, whether it's Google ads or Facebook ads, right? So you've got plenty of people coming into them. They do well, really good at the jump, but then they don't do, they don't sustain. But if you had ads going, it'd be great. The only problem with these is they actually take a lot of work because you have to have volume in order to make it worth it. Typically, these will try to upsell people pretty quickly into the next level. So if that's your only membership, I wouldn't recommend it. I would go much higher. Also think about the fact that if you did have like a $7 membership, PayPal or Striper would have you are probably taking a full dollar away from you. So that's, oh, let me do some quick calculations. <laughs> that would be like 14% is pretty much going away right now just because of not only the expenses of PayPal and Stripe, but the expenses of PayPal, Stripe, the maintenance of the site, et cetera, et cetera, it's hard to cover everything for just $7. So I don't typically recommend them. Move up to $20 a month if you please, if you can. If you're interested in any of those uh, workshops, either the low-level membership where I teach you how to create a membership that doesn't require access to you, it does require some content, of course, you can go to recurringrevenueroadmap.com, which is where that is now. Also, you can get the workshop high-level MRR. So if you're looking for a higher-level membership where people are paying $500 plus per month to have a high level of access to you, that workshop is also available. So these are workshops we did a couple of months ago. The recordings are there. You can watch them, and they're extremely valuable and have done really well. Okay, so when you want to calculate your M or your MRR, you want to think about what your desired or realistic monthly recurring revenue is. Please think realistic. You know, everyone always, we all want like hundreds of thousands of dollars of MRR, but think about how your audience size, their desire for this, their need for your support, etc. And then what price point will your membership be at? And then you can kind of calculate what that would be. So if let's say I had a membership of $67, 
and my desired monthly recurring revenue is $1,000, I just need 15 people. But if my desired MRR is more like 8,000, then I'm going to need 119 people at $67 a month. Okay. So let's say that was different. Let's say we were doing membership at $97 a month and I want 8,000 people or $8,000, then that number of members I need is dropped down to 82. Okay, so you can kind of work out that math. So it's num your price point, your monthly price point for your membership times the number of people in your membership will equal the de desire your MRR. To find your MRR that you want, you want to take your monthly membership and multiply by the number of members to see how much you would get. All right, so that will be it for today. We are going to go into the benefits and challenges of having a membership. We're going to be straight up and we're going to talk about that next episode. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Bye.